I am joined um, on this current segment of Deboned, the weekly, now weekly, uh, spectrum of the Bones magazine that runs out of R1, edited by our wonderful music manager, Aaron Broughton. Bones comes out every two weeks and has interesting content that seems to cover basically everything. And one of the more interesting parts it covers is written by my guest today, Samuel Rolstein. Hello. Hey. So wonderful for you to join us. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. So, now, what's your section on Deep Bone called? Uh, it's called Enthrone. Enthrone. Um, which, from memory, it's been a while now, but I'm pretty sure I chose it because it was like something to do with, uh, like, uh, imbuing. Because I, uh, yeah, I, I thought of like image enthrone, which was like imbuing yes. uh, comics with, you know, some kind of meaning, which is kind of what my yeah things about i guess <laughs> that's cool yeah so um in the bones magazine all the contributors have to think of a name to cover their segment if they wish to contribute more than once uh and that has to have the word one in it because of radio one who is the main sponsor and sort of payment facilitator of bones itself they print it but it's aaron's child of course and we're very lucky to have samuel in because it's your first time on deboned which yeah. is always fun yeah, no, that's okay. And you've been writing for Bones for a long time now. Yeah, it's probably, I want to say, like coming up on a year, maybe, slightly, yeah, slightly less, but yeah, long time. Wow, that is, that, that's that's not bad. Like, I've only been working in radio for a year, less than a year, actually. Oh, right. so it's about as long as I've been yeah. interested, which is always good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this week's issue of Bones is issue 16. It is the, there's only 18 issues, so I've only got two more left after this, so only a month left. So by the end of August, we will be done with Bones, which is a shocking thought. Scary, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been kind of part of the routine for so long. It's kind of, you know, every couple of weeks or week and a half, you know, um, kind of being out a, a, a piece, and now suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it'll be a big change in people's lives, I think, because yeah. I think Wave put it once, um, but you can use bones or people use bones the writers as like a sort of a diary in a sense yeah. so you can write about your life in a way where it's not too revealing because um people understand that's what the content is yes. people aren't surprised when they read it and it's quite nice to yeah. get that insight absolutely yeah there's definitely kind of a realm of expectation mm -hmm. um to what the the um pieces are yeah are for definitely yeah for sure and you mentioned already but the thing that's most wonderfully unique about Samuel's pieces is that he'll talk about real genuinely impactful things in his life and things that are going on but then relate them back to a medium for accessibility which is comic books yeah um, which is so cool yeah well, <laughs> it's kind of just like a like a semi strange coping mechanism more than anything else oh, i, think. I but, mean <laughs> But, you know, it's... Starts it's nice. in childhood, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's true, yeah. Um, and in today's, uh, this this uh, fortnight's issue, we have... Uh, it's a bit smaller than last week, but it's still got plenty of content. So we'll start with the uh, first page. We have Lisa Blakey's hormone section, and she talks about gigs that she's been to in Dunedin. And it's so cool, because she hasn't been to many of them, but the ones she has been to, she really quite brilliantly analyzes them, I think. Yeah. Um... And the part that was most interesting about this is she does a trilogy of her all-seeing hand um, experiences. Okay. Because the all-seeing hand, um, their album, I think, was the feature album last week, and they had a show to release it last Thursday or Friday, I think. And people say, you need to go to all-seeing hand gigs because it's an experience. Okay. They, okay. like, dress up. They've got lights. They've got whole light shows they set up. They've Jeez. got, like, a real presence on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Which is quite rare because the kind of music they play is very much, like, quite strong, like, electro-metal. It's quite powerful. Okay. So... Yeah, so there's really 
like some kind of like theater to it for sure i reckon and it she talks about the all-seeing hand and how it you know how she interacted with her because the first two times were in port Chalmers and she was with um aaron the editor um both times uh yeah and the way she talks about it is really interesting because um the sort of uh visual stimulus changed when they started picking up costumes in the second one and lisa describes it as seeing the warm-up act for stevie nicks <laughs> which is not inaccurate i don't think yeah um but yeah and it's pretty cool and i think that it sort of uh, talks about different parts of our lives as well when we've been to different gigs because she starts off her first one in 2016 and ends with all seeing hand part three which was last week Right, so nice. Yeah, it's a decent amount of time. No, I reckon. And then we have uh, our most recent, oh no, not most recent, we actually have a new a di- a new uh, contributor this week, but our new contributor last week, the uh, chip review or seasoned section by <laughs> M&K, who we got them in last week to interview, which was, which was a good oh, laugh. I, did, I saw this last week and I was like, what is this? <laughs> It's not bad, eh? It's they, pretty good. Yeah, it's a good dissection of it's, chips. It's entertaining, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> um, and this week, we were treated with uh, their trip to Dog With Two Tails because anyone who's been to Dog With Two Tails will know they make the gnarliest curly fries. They do. They are not bad. Yeah. Have you had many experiences with the Dog With Two Tails? I have. Well, I work right around the corner, so... Oh, damn. It's a, quite, it's a bit of a staple. <laughs> oh, no, fair, fair. Yeah. Right, um, and, you know, we've got a wee dissection for the quality of the chip, but I think the overall... Um, consensus was good chips mm-hmm. so i think if you can trust the chip experts i think dog with two tails <laughs> is worth going to and tomorrow i think is jazz in the pocket at dog with two tails so if you're feeling jazz yeah, yeah. and you want some curly fried chips i think that <laughs> m and k's review will give you a nice guide uh, and then we have the exonerated section which is by hennessy griffiths and last week hennessy wrote a very much a actually it was on the same page i think as your one i think so and we picked up because they were both very much about like uh, relationships and love, yes. which was quite lovely, and it was quite nice to have those together as well. It was like a very uplifting page. Yeah, I know. I definitely noticed that. I was like, oh, that's actually, yeah, it's very smart printing them together. Yeah, no, I for sure. Uh, and this week she sort of switched it up, talking about how it can kind of get you down um, um, in Dunedin and just in general, especially in winter. And she makes a list of all the things to be grateful of that she has in her life, which is which is quite nice. That's helpful, definitely good. I reckon it's always good to make lists. I yeah. think. Um, and then we have uh, Waveney's article, Wave's article for this week. Um, unfortunately, Wave wasn't feeling too grand, so she's popped off home. But I, she told me about her article when she submitted it, and I have to admit, everything that Wave writes, I'm a big fan of because I think I just think she's really good at what she does. But this one in particular was rather wonderful because it starts off with a story about her dad. Um, I'll read you this wee section from it. Um, uh, every summer, uh, my dad uh, would drive me down to Tolpo to stay with family along State Highway 1. A hay shed sat in an empty field somewhere between Matamata and Tokoroa. Every time we passed the hay shed, my dad yelled and screamed at me that it was his favourite shed. <laughs> and I think that it's very important to have a favourite shed. Yeah, absolutely. And Waveney goes on to say that... That tradition was carried on with other people she's been around because she drove up that way with her, one of her friends and then she would say to them, that's my favourite shed. That's my favourite shed, of course. And it continues. And then um, on our street in Dunedin, there is this, we live on Princess Street, there's this wonderful door that sits opposite where we live that is the weirdest door. It is so cool. And she goes on to say that, that is her her favourite door. door. And I think that 
if ever she says if i leave this place again i don't believe i will inherit the rolls of the hills surrounding the harbor or the sirens and screams of young voices that echo down george i won't take any tar dripping off my fingertips or the shards of glass embedded in the tarmac the only thing i will take with me is the one part of the city that did fit into place the hideous orange door on princess street which i like <laughs> yeah i think it's pretty cool for sure True. And then we have your Ecotone gig guide, which is just a wee dissection of all the gigs that are coming up this week. And uh, you guys can submit your own gigs, the Ecotone gig guide. Just email in at uh, bones at r1.co.nz if you want to have your gig included in the guide. And then our artwork this week, which is quite cool, I have to admit. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, this one is by, um, and I'll make sure I'm saying, uh, Jenna Ferguson. And it's a rather, how would you describe it? I, I, would, I mean, I love the pastel pink God, yeah. but I, I I don't know it's very like what's the word like it's it's definitely it's just full on anime it is definitely but like not in a not in a bad way I don't yeah. I'm trying, trying, trying to find the right right word that like it, people wouldn't take the wrong way you know yeah, what I mean I but know what you mean. yeah it's, but it's like it's good it's it nice. Is. It's very it's creative. Quite, it's aesthetically pleasing. That's, yeah. Without any of like the weird sexualization that can sometimes come with that. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely not like you know, like a waifu pillow or anything like, <laughs> like that. But like, it's oh. it's just quality art. It's it very, is. It's, it's beautiful. It's, yeah, at its core. Um, and it says in uh, katakana at the top, it says bonzu, and then on the side it says baka, which means idiot in Japanese. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so that's that's never bad. Yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful pic uh, uh, drawing of a girl holding a. Uh, some sort of like cat mask which is rather it's rather nice and even has bells on the side and I think it's a very nice wee uh, start to the magazine which is always nice and then in the middle of the magazine you'll have a poster of that which is very cool and if you actually I said this first if you want a physical copy of Bones all you have to do is come to the Radio 1 offices between the hours of 9 and 5 and you can pick up a copy from the coffee table inside you can come and play with a puppy as well as yes. you did rather wonderful wee dog Charlie um and that comes out normally every Wednesday, unless things are getting a bit busy, but normally on Wednesdays, sorry, every second Wednesday, um, which is pretty chill. And now I'm going to jump quickly to yours, actually. Uh, no, wait, you're not in this week, are you? I took a, yeah, I actually, uh, full disclosure, took a mental health week this week. Uh, just to kind of, yeah, I emailed Erin uh, just saying, you know, sorry, but uh, yeah, I did, just don't have time to, yeah. to do anything this week, which is a shame, but um, yeah. That's fair enough. Well, okay, then how about we do a little uh, discussion on your process, if you're right with that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, we said you can relate things to comics, which is pretty great. So, would you say you have a near-encyclopedic knowledge of at least the more DC side of comics? I, 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 I always feel so bad, because I, I <laughs> always write about DC stuff, and I don't... It's not even intentional. It's just the way it goes. Um, but, I would, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm that one friend there's always that one I feel there's always that one friend who has encyclopedic knowledge of just something that's just useless <laughs> and for me it's like just movies and comics and yeah so I would not to like kind of toot my own horn but yeah I feel like I, I definitely know more than the average yeah. on comics and yeah definitely DC um Probably more so because I yeah I don't I don't I don't want to get into that debate. No, um, that's fair. That's it's, <laughs> it's a long debate. It's a deep it, because debate. They, but they're two completely different beasts. So I don't yeah, want to you know yeah. That's so, fair. do you have any actually? I mean to ask this. This is like a question for my interest as well. Do you have any independent like comic companies you like, or do you read like Dark Horse or anything? Like I that? haven't touched Dark Horse. I touch Image every now and then. Ooh. Yeah, Image Comics. I mean because they're like the big like original indie yeah. kind of guys. Um, so yeah, there's one that I love. Uh, I th I'm pretty sure I wrote, I wrote something on the artist slash creator um and there's a there's a comic called motocross 
which uh, is basically it's about oh, it's kind of like futuristic and like everything's about racing motorbikes and that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then there's like this kind of illegal street drug, but it's for your motorbike. Oh, which that's sounds cool. Really bizarre. That's but it's like uh, Akira meets um, Yu Gi Oh Five D. I feel like that's kind of the inspiration. Yeah. Um. And so it's basically yeah. The, there's this girl. It's it's only like ten issues in. Oh wow. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty new. They're taking a break at the moment. I think. Um, Fair but yeah. So it's 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 this weird kind of very indie thing that you could just definitely it's very like out of the box um yeah and and it's like there's street there's not there's like kind of like a, the nascar of uh. of uh motorbike racing and then there's like street races where they use the drug called crush and mm. um yeah and then like but it like screws up your motorbike and so it's very uh. it seems really strange and like Ooh. when you talk about it yeah that's like quite metaphorical like drug use in general exactly like exactly and then it's like um yeah it's done by uh yeah the, the, this woman called babs tar who um she had like a run on on Batgirl a few years ago. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and she's got a very distinct art style which I love. Um, and yeah, no, it's so that's yeah, definitely awesome. if, uh, if if I'm going to touch an indie thing, that would be like number one. Nice. Well, you heard it here first. The recommendation for <laughs> a good indie comic from Samuel himself. Um, so uh, let's talk about. So let's go back uh, last week and a few weeks before that. So last week you spoke about the relation. So last issue. God, I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> last fortnight yeah. you spoke about. Um, the relationship between was it last week you spoke about uh, Batgirl and I think it was or was it I I think the past couple of issues I did I did issues I did discussions on mm. Batgirl and Nightwing and then I think last issue was Batman and Catwoman oh it was you're right pretty sure yeah you're right yeah like uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. That's cool. So yeah, you've been picking up on like the the pairs around that, um, which is pretty cool. I think because that can apply to like real life relationships. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think it was definitely topical uh, because recently um, they had the wedding issue of Batman and Catwoman. Really? Yeah, wow. it came out. Um, I haven't actually read it yet ah. because keep trying to get comics because like, I want it in a physical form because it's a yeah, big like anniversary issue and it's, I'm trying to track it down. It's very hard. That's fair enough. But um, yeah, so that was kind of why I did it there um, and. Yeah, I definitely think the 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 bat cat as silly as that sounds, <laughs> but like that's like the kind of short way of saying it. The bat cat kind of love story is very it's very unique, but not in the sense that it yeah can't be related to well, that's good. to to everyday life um, because it's like two very flawed people hmm. who sh- like they shouldn't be together yeah. in in the most kind of basic logical sense of the yeah good evil kind of way exactly. It's yeah. literally yeah like she, she's a villain ish and he's a you know he's a he's a hero and he's mm-hmm. spent many many years like tracking her down putting her in jail yeah. blah, blah blah so yeah and but i think they're they're drawn to each other for for reasons you know that get explored yeah. in their arcs and stuff so yeah it's, oh, sure. it's interesting yeah so do you have um going back to you again yeah. do you have a favorite so in all the articles you've written about into comics do you have one that you you wrote that you really felt like oh this is like the one i feel is most accessible or the, or the one i've enjoyed writing the most i would say i did a couple because i graduated this year Congratulations. uh yeah <laughs> thank you um and i think there was a couple around there there was one i can't exactly remember oh no sorry there was one that was um dedicated to like the bat family which is oh, like no. the batman kind of his and his many adopted children that he has classic progeny man yeah dude and so there was that one which i really really enjoyed and i think um because yeah i i was having i mean graduation family just rocks up yeah. and so i was there was there was a big old drama with with certain stuff like it was just mm-hmm. a big old thing and it was kind of yeah and i, I kind of took it from 
the because like the the bat family is like made up of so many different yeah people and like they're all imperfect like they're not exactly. supposed to be able to meld together no exactly and they're all yeah they're all kind of you know either orphans or just horrendously yeah. damaged people yeah so yeah i kind of i i really liked uh that one a lot and then i think yeah the, the definitely the last two have been really good the, the background nightwing and the the bad cat ones have been probably that's awesome yeah I think it is very much like you brought something very unique to the table, <laughs> and it's and I, I really enjoy it, and I, I recommend it to everyone who reads it. Um, you can catch uh, Sam's content in pretty much every bones going back from this one. Yeah, literally, actually. I've only missed probably three max. Yeah. That sounds really kind of douchey, but <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's I've fair. done I've done quite a few, so yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. And I think Wave always harkens back to this one thing you said. I think it was you who said it when you 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 compared family to. Oh, a, I love this so yes. much. It's the I, she loves that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a bag full of pissed off bees on steroids. That's what it is. I that's think that's, a, that's yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, and then I I literally carried that metaphor on like the, yes. the entire thing. I was like, I'm just gonna run with this because it's <laughs> so hilarious. I I don't good. even don't even know how I came up with it. You but, didn't um, even need a comic for that one. It's just immediately related. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, and then I, I did so many variations on it. It was like <laughs> pissed off insects that have been performance enhanced and like all this <laughs> other kind of stuff. So yeah. No, I like that. Um, so, going on with the articles, uh, we actually have a new contributor this week, which is exciting. And I know I'm going to mess this name up. I think it's a Sri Lankan name. I think I have a Sri Lankan friend that has the same last name. James, and I want to say Widjasing, maybe? Because I think Singh is easy to say, but I just don't know how to pronounce the first part. Um, and it's on the unmentioned question, and it's called, Whose Cat Sat on the Mat? <laughs> and when I first saw that, title i was expecting like a dissection of a nursery rhyme or something <laughs> yeah. um but it's really quite interesting i have to admit uh uh for his first article as well james breaks down the nature of the short sentence the cat sat on the mat and its impact in literature and also the way we teach people saying that it kind of transcends countries because it's such an easy thing to teach someone yeah, straight away sure, sure. And, like instructionally as well like mm. if you're trying to explain something like this goes there the cat sat on the mat like it's easy yeah. it rhymes yeah so pretty cool content um i really like that which is cool and then uh later on we have uh my article which is kind of hard to explain as all my articles seem to be um this is my second one all uh and i i basically talk about ayn rand and individualism and atlas shrugged and fountainhead it's kind of hard to explain um uh it's just uh i just don't think that people Okay, this is okay. People disagree with me. Can't wait to hear that. <laughs> but my genuine opinion is that uh, looking out for yourself is important, but it's not like you should also be looking out for the people at the same time when you try and make good decisions for yourself. And people that don't agree with that, then fair enough. Like you're probably going to go quite far in life, but I'm completely fine taking the back seat to other people sometimes. I yeah, that is such a topic, dude. <laughs> oh my god, because I I just just some recent events like I I've definitely, yeah, there's kind of been a debate in my friend group of mm. like d yeah, it's like there I cuz I've always been an advocate of like if you don't look out for number 1, nobody will. Mm. But at the same time, you like if that's going to impact on other people negatively yeah. or what it is, it's such a fine line it's to really walk. It's really hard. It's so hard because it's like the when, you know, the, you, there's no real definitive answer of like I need to look out for me and other people or like yeah. at the same time if I don't look out for myself n nobody will well more than likely nobody will mm. you kind of have to go on that assumption but yeah that's that's an intense topic yeah. dude. I love that it is difficult and I yeah, mean man. the only reason why I picked it up is because I was told to read Fountainhead by Ayn Rand which is an 800 
cage-like beast <laughs> that is very strange and very hard to read. But um, I do recommend reading Ayn Rand just because it's nice to know what was the prevailing opinion and like the boom after World War Two. Like it's all about you know got to work on yourself because no one else is going to mm. help you, which is what people felt like. So absolutely fair enough. And then um, to talk about the wonderful Wyatt who we had on the show a little while ago and his uh, section Whetstone, he talks about cartoons. Nice. Uh, specifically about how the best cartoons are the ones that can be accessed by adults and kids and I think if I yes. say this I think you'd agree and why and I think you'd agree Sam and why I said it as well um, best cartoon for accessibility has got to be Avatar Last Airbender oh yeah I think in yeah. recent years yeah definitely agreed. especially with Korra coming up oh dude just yes to yeah. all yes to all agreed yeah and Wyatt himself is uh, quite an expert on these sort of sorts of things and he has a pretty good knowledge of all of it and so I really quite like this article and also he's been a bit bored recently had a bit of surgery so has been doing nothing all day so just watch cartoons yeah doesn't obviously. sound like a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> but again yeah quality content from the lovely Wyatt and then we have a poem uh, from Nicole called uh, For Too Much and For Too Long uh, it's quite a beautiful poem it's kind of hard to do poetry justice when we discuss it on the show I feel like it's it's always been a, it's always a subjective thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. Thoroughly, but we encourage. I definitely encourage you guys to read that for yourself. Um, mm. It's quite lovely. Uh, I have to admit, because we all kind of talk to people that say, uh, you know, say and do a lot, but it doesn't really mean much. So I think that's a. I think that you might enjoy that for sure. And then finally, at the back page, we have the incomparable Millie Lovelock, who's. Uh, skill has just been so consistent throughout this publication just yeah. every time it's been a banger and this one is called It's in the Minutiae which I'm imagining is like the plural of min minute Minute yeah, yeah minute, I, I, I you. want to say <laughs> I don't know yeah, you're probably right um, yeah. definitely um, did you have you given this one a little skim over did you find anything about it you liked uh, I honestly haven't yet I, I literally only just kind of got home and came here so I haven't actually managed to read all of it yet um, oh, I just got a rather angry message from Wyatt asking me why I didn't mention the pun about his uh, <laughs> the, the nature of the surgery that that happened. And is it going to sound bad? But I didn't actually uh, find the pun, um, which is very embarrassing. Oh, but I'm sure so integral. This is how we can get people to read bones who might not who might be on the fence. Just come in, and you can find there a you pun about a certain. Find um, out what the pun is. <laughs> yeah, which is always good. Yeah, um, but that's always a good laugh, and I think people will like that. But yeah, so um, in Millie's one, she talks about her life. Oh, here we go. Nuts. Of, no, I won't. No, I won't ruin it. Yeah. I can't ruin it. I can't ruin it. Um, but yeah, so um, in Millie's one, she talks about her family, which is always quite cool. She has very good insights onto like um, general like situations socially that can happen to people, um, and yeah, just quality content from uh, Millie. Uh, I think that it's very difficult uh, to focus on certain things in our life when this is a lot of small stuff that sort of gathers up and builds up. And I think that oh yeah, yeah. Millie's got a great objective way of looking at this sort of stuff. Absolutely. And then we have done, which is always at the end of the publication that you can read and gives you suggestions for things to do with bones after you are done. I always love that. Always love done. Yeah. Always love done. Um, it's been very cool having you on the show, oh, Samuel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to finally me. meet you. Yeah, because yeah. like, <laughs> must put a face to the comic knowledge. It's always very enjoyable. Oh, nice. So, have you got anything else in the pub? Any comic you've read recently that might inspire you for the next issue of Bones? Oh, um, I mean, I don't know. I I always do like to stem it 
from something that's happening to me yes rather than kind of like going from like oh, i'm going to write about this comic and yeah it's like that's kind of what we were talking about before like stretching the metaphor i don't yeah. want to stretch the metaphor too much um but yeah i don't know um i mean i've read the one i'm reading at the moment is ridiculous really? <laughs> it's a it's a batman comic as per uh and it's by jim lee who for anyone who like reads comics they'll know who that is but he's basically like the one of the largest artists out there oh wow um and he's like the co-publisher of the dc comic stuff now and then frank miller oh, uh, was the writer and most people know who yeah. that is from like 300 or sin city or or you know whatever something like yeah. that um and it's, so it's them two like teaming up but it's just the most ridiculous Batman story <laughs> you've ever heard, and it's it's basically um, a n- not a new origin story, but just like a different take on the origin story between that's always cool Batman and how he becomes to find Robin, ah. uh, the first Robin, Dick Grayson, um, and so it's and it, it's this is overused, and it, but it's very gritty as yeah. they say Frank Miller, I think. but it's Frank Miller exactly, so yeah. that's why it's kind of it, it fits, and uh, there's just this one thing that's. It just I don't understand why they do it, but I kind of enjoy it in like a guilty pleasure kind of way, where he says this. Batman says this really cool line to Robin because he basically kidnaps Robin and Ooh. goes like, "You're going to be a crime fighting kid, and <laughs> you're going to have to just deal with it." So yeah, it's just it's, it's yeah. a weave it messed up, and then he and then like you know Dick being the headstrong kid that he is kind of gives him a bit of bit of crap about it, and he's like, you know, yeah. you've just kidnapped me. Don't tell me yeah. what to do. He's like, do you not know? Who? He goes, do you not know who I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. Which is like, that's a dope line. That's that is a pretty dope line. It's so badass. But they, but the thing is, everyone in the comic, like all the villains, and then like all mm. the other heroes, it's got like quite a few heroes in it. They call, they don't just call him like the Batman or Batman. They they always refer to him as the goddamn Batman, and it just it seems very out of place. Yeah, that does seem. A and I bit. don't understand why they do it, but I. Don't, you gotta keep consistent. But I don't hate it. Yeah, continuity editing. You gotta <laughs> really, keep it going. I don't hate it. So yeah, that's what I'm reading at the moment. I've nearly chewed my way through that. Nice. Um, and then I've got a whole uh, run of uh, oh, like three volumes, which is like after, I think it's like 56 issues of Wow. Yeah, um, of Birds of Prey uh, oh. to chew through, which is basically it was it made like it was like a massive thing in the 90s. So it's like mm. very it, the art is very 90s as well. It's like. I don't. It's like big hair, big muscles, <laughs> big boobs, shitloads of pouches and stuff. You know, like just yeah. classic anything, like just excess. And so it's basically um, Batgirl. I like that a comic of excess. I it like is. That. It's exactly what it is. So it's like yeah, Batgirl, Huntress, and uh, Black Canary. Hmm. Uh, are, they all kind of team up and just have their little kind of mini kick-ass girl Justice League. I guess doesn't sound bad. Yeah, it's, oh, it's amazing. It's so it. so good. And um, yeah, and and it's, and that was kind of weird. Uh, Dick Grayson and Batgirl first kind of got together and stuff. Cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the reason why uh, why I bought it because I was mm. very interested to see like the the origins of that. Oh, fair enough. So yeah, yeah. And then um, to sort of come back holistically to Bones. Um, so since you've been in Bones for a very long time, I'm going to ask you a difficult question. So <laughs> okay. Prepare yourself. Yeah. Um, has there been a piece in Bones you've read since its release that you've like connected to so much so that you really remember it, or like perhaps like a series of writings, or like a couple of articles, or like a writer, anything Ooh. in particular that takes your fancy? I know it's a hard question. I, it's a very hard question. Um, <laughs> the, one of the things that sticks out just because I know her, not like I feel like saying that's a wee bit too presumptuous, mm-hmm. but I know, I've is the, I think it was like the first or the second issue. One of the issues, I think, it was one of the initial issues that I was in. It was a art piece rather than an article oh. and it was by Devin Smith oh is this 
Is this the one I think I'm thinking of? On She's, the and I th- I I can't exactly remember, but it was like it was like a woman, and it's in her very yes. specific style. Yes, and I remember that because she is a tattoo artist, and she's done two of my tattoos that I have. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and she's finishing up. I've got a half sleeve that I'm trying to finish up, and she's yeah. yeah so I was I that seeing that because I I knew that she was kind of um, I think it was from like Facebook or something. I knew she was kind of like friends with Erin and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, seeing like that she was actually contributing because I'd literally only just been in like probably I think. I, when I got my first tattoo from her, she, um, she had like it, it was just after that that okay. she that that, it, that this came out. Yeah. And, and then I was, to familiarise people, I think the front cover we're talking about is the one with the woman on the front who is be- who is like dressed in a way that isn't bearing her chest but is bearing her lower parts and it's yes. like a beautiful painting yep. like in these red and blue hues. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just gorgeous. Um, and she even has tattoos. The woman in the yes. drawing as well, which is so cool. Exactly, and so yeah, it was just kind of like a thing because I it was it was, I mean, I would have probably still had the same reaction, but it was just because I yeah. just seen her and got my <laughs> tattoo from her and gotten to know her like quite well, hmm. and then it was just kind of like ah, oh, nice, yeah. So there's so probably that, and then oh, it's been so long because as you said, it was so long. It's so hard. I always, I I don't know. I just I always find it very. I mean, as you say. Uh, Backbone is always, yeah, great. Um, Millie is a very, very good writer. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, it's, it's seriously hard to pick. But no, yeah. that's fair. You can like, I can appreciate just as like an overall thing. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, it's, I'm obviously unashamedly biased, but I think <laughs> you know, Bones has been such a great opportunity to, yeah. to just do a something, um, which as a writer is, you know, it's always welcome. Yeah, because it's. Because um, we were saying before, and Wave always says this, it's a real, as, as, as a magazine, when you pick it up, you feel so you're sort of carrying with you the thoughts and the emotions of every contributor, Absolutely. which yep. is a, quite a rare thing for a magazine. Like a lot of magazines present this very formal front, yes. and it's not as uh, accessible, it's not as uh, like emotionally, like you can't connect to it. Yeah, and I think that's why I like it so much, is because mm-hmm. like obviously, like writing is like the dream, you know, it's kind of yeah. the, the goal. But it, yeah, it does make you think, kind of every now and then it's like oh you know most likely won't be like this yeah. all the time because it is so free it's kind of like there's, it a, is. there's a couple of little parameters it's kind of like you know you got to make it like relatable yeah. and, but like not that that's a a burden yes. or anything it's a, it's more of a, it's a freedom more than anything God, else because yeah. you can write from the heart in like, a way absolutely so you're not really you're not really held down by any kind of uh, pre-existing notions of like oh it needs to like tick xyz yeah. boxes um so yeah definitely it is it's you do you pick it up and you a you don't know what you're going to get Mm. and B, you know it's just so genuine. God, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think then we might finish up there with the D-Bone segment, which yeah, is good. now every week. Thank you so much for coming oh, in. thank you so for having it's me, It's been yeah. great to hear how <laughs> your method, your process. It's thank been you. so cool. And to hear your opinions as well. Um, Bones, as I said before, is a fortnightly publication that comes out of Radio 1 offices. It comes out on Wednesdays. You can come and pick it up from the Radio 1 office, from the coffee table. It's just above uh, the... Uh, OUSA sort of archway coming out of uh, Union Hall and it is a free publication don't worry they're not going to get tagged on the door or anything <laughs> and it's always beautiful it's always eye catching I'm sure you'll see it when you come in um, it's only got two issues left after this so it's in hot demand I imagine the more rare it becomes uh, are you excited to see in a way to see a lot of work come to fruition through its end are you excited yeah I I mean I think speaking from like just who I am is I'm I feel like I'm pretty sure they kind of like do something big at the end. <laughs> Everyone says that. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like it's just, it's so true because I'm like, oh, mm. I just don't know. I just, because it, 
N- nothing you do is going to like be it's not going to live up to what you think but it's like you're yeah. going to just try so hard yeah, yeah, try anyway like, yeah oh absolutely yeah. so but no I, I'm looking forward to, to, to reading the kind of final thing yes as sad as, as you know bittersweet as it will be um, but yeah no it's going to be so good God, so yeah. so good so yeah so um, you can pick it up anytime from tomorrow onwards it normally comes out on Wednesdays sometimes it's a bit like comes out on Thursdays but don't be disheartened you still get a pat the dog if you come in which is always worth oh, it oh yeah um, this has been Deboned thanks again